come on in and try not to ruin everything by being you. Maybe we could live without the wisecracks. And that's from As Good As It Gets. Are you dealing with someone who's sarcastic in your life? How do you deal with them? If they come in and say, so you think you're so smart, do you? Or, oh, that looks great on you. And you can hear this, you can feel the sneer that they're sending you. How do you cope with that? Uh, One of the ways you can do that is to actually identify, you know, that sounds sarcastic. Is something bothering you? Or what's on your mind? You know, that uh, sometimes you're so nice and it just sounds like something's a little off today. You can inquire. You can put the spotlight not on yourself, but on their sarcasm. And sometimes they'll say, yeah, I'm really upset. I had a bad day at work and I'm taking it out on you. Sorry about that. Sometimes they just continue with the sarcasm. You think you're a smart aleck, huh? And you say, you know, I'm, I find this unpleasant. Uh, you know, when you want to talk sometime or tell me what's really on your mind let's chat and now is not a good time for either of us and in that way you're very self-respecting um, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And here is a question that I received that you might relate to. You ever feel like, oh, you know something, I don't think I'll succeed in this project. I've worked so hard and I just feel like, you know, it's two, one step forward, two steps backwards, or maybe I'll never succeed. Maybe it's just me. Here's the question from Brad. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I have this business venture based on a software program that I've developed for a specific businesses 10 years in the making I've read about many successful people and they say that they always believe they would succeed they never let themselves think otherwise but I'm afraid to believe that I can or will succeed or I simply can't believe that I will succeed I'm constantly feeling like I'll fail which leads me to wanting to quit why is that and what can I do to keep going and try to achieve my goal And what does it mean to believe you will succeed? As a rational person, I can't seem to wrap my head around that. Somehow it seems easy for me to accept and believe that achieving a business goal of of the magnitude that that I'm working on will never happen to me. Now, how rational is that? <laughs> Thanks for your help, Dr. Kenner, Brad. And the first thing I want to say to you, Brad, is kudos to you because you have succeeded in identifying a big thought barrier to your own success, a core idea that you hold, a core premise that is making success difficult. It's like standing in your way going, ah, nah, 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 you can't succeed like a bully. And part when you can identify that, then once you're honest with yourself, you can figure out what's going on. Why do you carry this stinking thinking along with you through life? Because it's obviously undermining your pleasure and your optimism. So um, what you need are some tools to challenge what in cognitive therapy is called stinking thinking. Everybody engages in it at some point. You know, I'll never, I'll never complete this project. I'll never clean my room. It's just me. I can't change or I'll never be able to succeed with this software program. You know, I've put 10 years into it. What's the use? Why bother? So what if I told myself, if I had a similar software program and I told myself, Ellen, you can never succeed. 
you know, I think I would want to say to myself, okay, Ellen, what do you mean about that? I ask myself the question because that's so global. I can never succeed. It just means like, well, you know, life sucks and then you die. You don't want that attitude through life. So I want the skill of getting specific. Ellen, what do you mean? Instead of global, an attack on ourselves, which always wrecks havoc. Ellen, all of you can never succeed. Now, I laugh at that because as I'm saying that, and this might happen to you too, Brad, if you said, Brad, all of you can never succeed, you might find a little laughter inside thinking, well, I've succeeded at some things, and certainly you have, and you want to count your successes too. Um, So you might think, well, I'll get a little more specific then. That's the skill. I can never succeed in promoting this software product because I don't have the marketing skills. Okay, that's a little bit more specific. And if it were me, I could say, oh my gosh, that points me to new possibilities. I can learn some marketing skills. I could read books. I could get advice from experts. And I can check online and look for some free advice. But if that's not making a dent, if I still have this very deep, profound, almost almost poured in cement feeling that I can't succeed and it makes me want to quit after working 10 years on a project, I want to sit down and ask myself the question, who is in the room? When I feel that I can't succeed, what people or people or persons from my past come to my mind. And for any of us, the critical people will come to your mind. Maybe it's a parent who treated you as a failure or a sibling. You know, your brother saying, who do you think you are? What do you think? You're smart or something? Oh, you'll never succeed. Or maybe it's they treated you as very needy and unable to succeed. Oh, dear, dear, I'll help you with that. And you just feel like no matter what you tried, they could always better it. And you just felt like a failure. If that's the situation, you need to have a talking with them, even if they're not alive anymore. You can put them in, you can go to, you can do this in therapy. I did this in therapy many times with my clients, but you can have what's used the empty chair technique. Put that parent or sibling, or maybe it was a bully in school who told you you could never succeed and say, what's up with that? Of course I can succeed. Here's what I've done. And you start naming the things. And besides, I don't have to listen to you anymore. So you need you need methods to challenge a wrong premise that you're holding. And there are wonderful cognitive therapy techniques. Um, and, and I will recommend a book in a moment. Um, the second question you can ask yourself is, what situation does this bring to mind? Because when you work really hard for something only to have it fall through, you can be left with a very profound feeling of, oh, what's the use? And it tells you not to expect success. So let's say that I worked really hard to get into the college of my choice and I got rejected. It would have been, and I did, I got rejected the first year. It could have been very easy for me to throw up my hands and say, what's the use? Why bother? And I'm not going to try for anything great anymore. I put so much time and effort into that. Why bother? What's the use? Instead, I went on a different thought path and I told myself, Ellen, what what do you need to learn? And I called the college and asked them what I was missing. Uh, that would give me a better chance the following year. And they told me, well, you need clinical experience. I didn't need, know you needed that before you went to graduate school. So I got clinical experience in the following year, and lo and behold, I got into grad school that year. 
that next year. So it could be a pain, the pain of not getting into the college of your choice or not getting a job you wanted. Or I can remember trying out for a play as a kid and being used as a backstage hand. So I concluded I could never act. Those are painful experiences. And many times we try to protect ourselves from not, not experiencing that pain again. You want to have empathy for yourself, though. You want to be your own best friend. And the book that I want to recommend that will help you reframe and challenge these old premises and adopt healthier ones is Mind Over Mood. And you can go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. I've got that book and many other books there that I highly recommend. Lastly, you want to count your successes, Brad. You developed a software program for over 10 years. Look at the traits. That's perseverance, stick-to-itiveness, longer-range thinking, all qualities that make for success. So you want to really focus on your strengths, write them down, uh, bring them to mind, and make them much more important than these voices from the past. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. And if you're struggling with any problem, you can think about it and give me a call for next week. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER or drkenner.com. <laughs>